0: It's happy hour again from Central City, New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour as part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's Orleans.com brought to us today by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town, you're lucky devil, working late, not so good, or have a school or work schedule that keeps you away from home and away from taking care of your pet, Petite Pet Care can help you out. The folks at Petite Pet Care understand that some pets are fine. Going to a kennel or doggy daycare, but others prefer the comfort of their own home, don't they, Vince? They Petite Pet Care are insured, bonded, Red Cross pet CPR and first aid certified, but most of all, they love animals. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care is there. You can find them at their website. Guess what it's called? PetitePetCare.com. No, way. Yes. <laughs> or you can give them a call at 504 300 9 Pet. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, Whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common other than we're all New Orleans in a bar. In this case, we're at Castle Borrega in uh, Central City, New Orleans, on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard. Unfortunately, you can only sit there for a few minutes Michael, right, until Andrew right. gets here. But you know, because Andrew's not coming until another five minutes, though, so you're good. Well, I'm okay. gonna sit next to you. Make then. Sure, come on, just yeah, you right. can hold my hand in the meantime. Sweet, that was Hell Pete yes. Michael Hayes I'm from, from Hayes Ray who's dropped in. He's also <laughs> in the band. Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, Whose name I forgot for a second. So, anyway, sitting around the guest, along with Michael, who's just decided to come and sit down and join us, which is hey, it was nice to see you, by the way. You too, man. So now you're in two bands.
1: Right. Well, the, we came and did this with uh, Graham a couple weeks ago? Uh, like six weeks ago, and you weren't here, and I was very sad. Six
0: weeks ago? Maybe. Really. i, don't oh, yes, I was You having, were yes, I was having open heart surgery. Were you really? Or, or chemotherapy. I can't remember what it was. Ugh. No, I think I was just uh, probably out for the day. Then. I was just out for the day. Good to see you and the guys from from uh, the Scorsese's as well. Vince Ebeyer is back. Are you doing the my day friend? of Demarest? Demarest, I mean. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Who can remember someone's name like that? And yeah. Sage Rouge is here as well. Hey, Another. Okay. First time member of the Scorsese. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Last time I saw you, you were in a band called... Social Set. Are you still in that? I am. So everybody's in two bands except for you two guys. Vince, I, I play in a second band too. In what are you Out in? of Florida. A band in Florida? Yeah,
2: I just got off a month tour with them. What was that uh, called? A band called the Bastard Sons.
0: And what sort of music is that? Classical chamber music? I do like reggae
2: and uh, a little bit of punk rock to reggae. Folk. Yeah. Folk well, well,
0: let me officially tell you, if you don't know who the Scorseses are, they're a New Orleans rock band with a hallmark horn section and a super high-energy live show that's taken them all across the country and back here to New Orleans in the seven months since they were last on Happy Hour. In the meantime, the Scorseses' debut album, Magnum Opus. Not a very ambitious title. <laughs> hey Magnum man. Opus has been both a commercial <laughs> and critical success, with critics proclaiming the band's exceptional musicianship and comparing the complexity and inventiveness of the songs with Santana. Holy crap. Oh okay. Really? Did Who you know that? that? I'll take that? that? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's what it cool. says That's yeah. that guy that
2: we paid.
3: <laughs> that's good. you doing saying, well.
2: That's that guy that Luke, our guitarist, paid, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Andrew Duhon is on the way here, and I'm going to tell you some big news about Andrew Duhon before he gets here even. That guy. He just won the Big e- 2014 Big Easy Award for Best Country and Folk Artist. Wow. Oh, nice. Uh, good, so good for him, man. So awesome. He's very modest. He probably won't mention that, so we'll mention it before he gets we'll here. We'll mention it for him, yeah. And sitting to my left is our special guest, Sean Gautreaux. Sean, welcome to Happy Hour. Thank you so much. Everyone else around this table has been on Happy Hour before, except you.
4: First time for everyone. So day.
0: this is, yeah. So welcome. It's great to see you. It's nice to see somebody new here we haven't seen before. N- normally, there's nobody on here we know at all. So this is a, it's exceptional that we have a whole bunch of people uh-huh. who are back. Let me tell you a bit about Sean, if you want to know something about him. Sean's in New Zealand. Uh, new Zealand. <laughs> Shall I just start that again? Sure. Sean Gautreaux is a New Orleans artist, animator, and illustrator who has illustrated 13 children's books. Wow, 13. Is that an unlucky number?
4: Yes. Do you think uh, you'll do another 14, one? We're looking
0: quick, for yeah. yeah before you need. To I need to get out of that. that Thirteenth. Is there a fourteenth in the wing? In the wings? Possibly. Yeah. What's it called?
4: Uh, it might be with if you remember Morgus the Magnificent. Yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's yeah. awesome. So uh, <laughs> I talked to Morgus in January.
0: So there's an actual person still called Morgus. who's still alive. Yes, he is. How old would that guy be now, roughly? Oh boy, hundred five.
4: Eighties, probably eighties. <laughs> He's probably about eighty. Yeah. He's
0: still got a book in him. Mhm. Well, what would that be? I mean, that's a good idea because that's going to sell a lot of books here already.
4: He's been wanting to do a book for a while, and uh, I spoke to um, a friend who's interviewed him for I think New Orleans Magazine a few times, and she knew that uh, he wanted to do a book, and she knew that I did books, so we all got together and talked. So it's in the works. So how does that work? So how does that
0: work? So he comes up with the story, or is it going to be like a like? Because you're an animator, would it be like a uh, a comic?
4: Um, He does have plans for a comic as well, (coughs) but this is more of. just a standard children's book.
0: We, a children's. book Yeah. We need to have you and this guy on the same time. Actually. Oh, I'd
4: love to. That would be really good. Do you know
0: I don't know who is that? What's his real name, Morgus? Or doesn't he have Morgus tell the anyone?
5: Magnificent, he's awesome. He was on I TV. Have, um, I have all his episodes on DVD. Do you? I kind of wish, wish you I, had, all all his well, well, I had his job.
0: well you could have it a cauldron and can he live, right? Well, no, I don't
5: think he does it anymore. Beakers and potions and a assistant and horror stuff and playing horror
0: movies. I want that job. Where did you get all the DVDs from?
5: Oh, I bought them from morgus.com.
0: Yeah. Yeah brilliant and it was on TV here in the 70s or something 70s
4: 80s, 80s? Yeah. 90s, even. 90s 90s too 90s, yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah.
0: it's like a mixed radio station 70s mm-hmm. 80s 90s and today
5: have you seen Fright Night Grant
0: no oh the movie no oh, okay
5: never mind then. why because he's kind of like Peter Vincent but he is the the mad scientist of New Orleans
0: yeah I've seen I mean he's pretty famous in New Orleans even though oh, yeah. was, I wasn't here when he was on TV but but you see his face all over the place mm-hmm. he's pretty wild. hey let me finish introducing you to Sean because hey, I've got sorry. more to tell you uh, Sean's illustrated thirteen children's books, including Happy Jazz Fest, which is timely. Very Happy Jazz Fest, by the way. Everybody. That was my Jazz Fest. Yeah. On the darker side of its graphic art career, Sean has been a contributor to such classic video games as War of Infamy and Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Oh, nice, one of nice. the best That's games awesome. of all time. Congratulations! That's one of my favorites. Thanks. You trapped? Do you know? Go, do you know that one? You guys, Wolfenstein.
5: Oh, I love that game. Yeah, that I'm about, I'm about to buy the new one for Xbox One.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's when you're like in a you're in a concentration camp in a German Nazi concentration Zombi- camp. Zombies. Is well, that, that's how I thought they were like uh, Nazi guards, and they blow you away with the
4: the German Shepherd and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. What did you do on that, Sean?
4: There was actually several versions of that game because I remember the original. Me too. Um, and then I want to say in jeez, 2002, they made an updated version, a 3D version, and I had distributed to the uh, video game community a bunch of models, uh, 3D models to include in games, and a lot of those were German tanks, so they were all over that. <laughs> so uh, they asked me if they could use them in the game. I said, sure, go ahead. Wow,
0: so cool. So you're a, you make the models independently. Yes. And you put them up on. Do you do something like that website that's here, whatever it's called? Uh, TurboSquid? TurboSquid, yeah. yes.
4: I started actually with TurboSquid, I think, in their first year. <coughs> and uh, when I was living up in New Jersey, I saw an ad for a place in New Orleans that had to do with video games. So found out about it real quick, started selling models, uh, textures, which are pictures that you would take of a floor to use on a floor in a video game that kind of thing and um actually when i moved back to new orleans in 2004 um i worked in the mardi gras industry a little bit but they offered me a job turbo squid yeah it was august 27th friday 2005 was my first day (laughs) okay so you went monday one day yeah that was that so so um, you,
0: your Turbosquid career was one day long? One day long. Interrupted by Hurricane Katrina, in case anyone listening doesn't remember right. what happened the next day. Yep. Wow, well, so just go back for one se- second there. You, you take a photo of a floor, mm-hmm. and then you post that on Turbosquid, mm-hmm. and then people use that as
4: a floor. Yes, they use well, it as, as a mapping or, or a texture onto a polygon. I'm sure you're a, a genius
0: photographer, but why couldn't I do that?
4: Anybody can do it. But why wouldn't s-
0: they just take a photo of a floor themselves and use it as a floor? Why would they want to buy your floor?
4: Because a lot of times people take a picture of a floor and the scaling isn't right or the perspective is wrong to where when you tile it, it maybe looks like the, the board's bow instead ah. of straight. So it takes a little tweaking at the end, a little bit of Photoshop to I oh, So you'd have right to know what
0: you're doing. Mm. It's not as easy as it looks. So in case anyone listening doesn't know what we're talking about, TurboSquid is an online marketplace where people who make video games and so on buy and sell stuff that guys like you, artists, make and, and post up there. Correct. And you get paid every time. So they sell it and then they send you a check every now yep. and again.
4: Yep. yep. I still get a it's little a check business. now. It's been you know many years, right. but um, some of the things that I put there, there years ago before Katrina still sell. And so I'll get a little check.
0: Yeah. So let me uh, finish reading this because I've got a lot of more interesting sentences <laughs> to go here.
4: What, wait till you hear this.
0: Uh, Sean's, Sean's been making in his spare time as a photographer and videographer. His videos are called What's in Our Skies. And on YouTube, they've been viewed more than 200,000 times. That's amazing. Wow. You'll want to see them, too, when you find out what's in them. They're not works of fiction or art. They're not photos of flaws. Quite the opposite. Sean has documented proof of unidentified flying objects in the skies above us in New Orleans.
2: And you took it yourself? Yeah.
5: That's some scary shit. Yep. <clears throat> I, saw that, uh, I saw that thing during the uh, NFL kickoff a couple of years ago. Remember that? No, with the the flying saucer coming in, they freeze frame it. They freeze framed the flying saucer during the NFL kickoff with Dave Matthews and all that. And it was a fly a white beam of light, flying saucer that came through and if you a guy slows it up on his TV and shows you, it's during the it's a live
4: Recording. Uh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Uh, did they refer to it as a rod, a flying rod, or a skyfish? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. There was an NFL broadcast that I saw recently, and it had some of those flying through. This was, like, three years ago. This, yeah. This one.
5: Oh, that yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, probably it. Yep.
4: Yeah. Okay, so, Sean, what you've done is, as I understand it,
0: you've taken a video camera, not because you believe in UFOs or anything, not because you were looking for them. Right. You just turned the video camera with a lens pointing up at the sky to take photos of clouds, much as you would point it down and take photos of the floor Mm -hmm. is that what happened and then so tell us what happened after that
4: well um I've always had a hobby of photography and when I lived in New York I used to try to photograph lightning and and I was able to actually I'm one of the few people who took photographs of lightning hitting the World Trade Center and there's very few photographs of that um when I moved back here to New Orleans um I tried to pick up the hobby again and I got some video cameras and I would videotape uh storms coming in from the south uh, starting in about May, June, 2011, from your house. Mm-hmm. Where do you live? Bucktown. In Bucktown. Okay. Yeah. So uh, right from my backyard, everything's been videoed from my backyard. Can you
0: see across the lake to the lake from your house?
4: I'm a block and a half away, but you, but you can't actually see the lake from your house. Correct. So you're just looking up at the sky, clouds coming
0: mm-hmm. back and forth. Okay. Right.
4: Right. All right. I've got a pretty good view of the sky, and I could see things coming in from the Gulf very well. Um, so, I, I just decided to see if I could uh, maybe videotape some lightning. And then things started appearing in there that I didn't really expect. Uh, the first thing was the lightning that was horizontal. Instead of from up to down, it was going left to right. And it was pink. Uh, I thought that was kind of strange. It's kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's freaky. So, But it really got my, my attention. Uh, the other thing I kind of noticed was that the typical summer storms that we're used to um, Would come in from the Gulf, uh, give us a little bit of rain at about 2 p.m., 3 p.m., and then turn it into a sauna for the rest of the day until mm-hmm. the sun went down. But that stopped as well. Uh, the storms were stopping on the West Bank, and they weren't getting closer. So that intrigued my interest as well. Which year was this? 2011.
0: Because there was a f- there were a couple of summers when it, it stopped raining every day.
4: 2011 that's was when, that's when it was yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't reaching this far. Right. So I was trying to figure out why. So I went to Radar, and I would check out Radar, and I would see the storms coming up and just dead stop on the West Bank. And it seemed like what they were doing is expelling all their energy at that point and uh, really causing some downpours over there. But the East Bank and beyond would be completely dry. Okay. Um, so that was kind of the start of it. And the more I looked into it, um, I started getting some better equipment, uh, some zoom lenses, and, and really started looking into clouds. And um, there's some of the pictures right there, as a matter of fact. Um, of what was going on and trying to explain it because there was an explanation to this. So okay,
0: hang, hang on, hang on. We've got, C- Graham, our producer, has has your website open here. It's called, what is it called, whatisinourskies.com? That's it. If you're listening to this so and you want to go check it out time, with us, right there? Go, go to the website, whatisinourskies.com, or wow. there's a link to it on our website, it's New Orleans. Looks really cool. So what are we looking at here? We're well,
4: it's a clouds, variety of things. Yeah, pretty well, clouds, what people consider clouds, and I'm starting to question that uh, nowadays. Um, okay, whoa, whoa. So we're looking at. up at
0: the sky, and this clouds. Have you ever seen the movie the Independence sky. Day? Yes. yes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking at clouds moving across the sky, and you're suggesting maybe they're not clouds.
4: Some of them appear not to be. Yeah, and I think we've got a mix of things going on. Uh, I've been going on three years doing this, and uh, I've had to learn a lot of things, accept a lot of things, and... Um, so like sha- we're like we're in for a big shad-
0: surprise. There are sh- Okay, there are shadows in these clouds. Yes. And you're saying that the shadows that these cl- that are in these clouds are not shadow. They're not just rain. They're not moisture. Uh, like we expect. Not
4: random balls of moisture moving across the sky. Correct.
0: They're not. They're
2: not clouds as we know it. Okay. No,
4: so. you. Yeah.
0: Okay. So what are they?
2: Um, what are the wow. What's that? That looks like a falling airplane with uh, parachutes.
4: There's probably 20 different explanations out there for these kinds of things. Um, some people... 20 that man says? Yes. yes, <laughs>
2: Like the government?
4: Well, yeah. Um, the government hasn't said too much, and it's kind of left, left up to us to explain what's going on. Um, so when I put my series out, I was able to really connect with other people online via no, you're YouTube. You're no kidding.
0: I'm sure, you, yeah, I'm sure there's I mean, a lot of nuts out there who believe all sorts of things.
4: Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: and how many of them are crazy and how many of them are, are right?
4: I give it fifty-fifty, man. Okay,
0: so so a hundred thousand people who have watched your video probably are nuts and just want to believe that there's people coming from other planets here, and the other half are serious people like you who haven't got a you don't really have a you don't really have a horse in the race here. You just you didn't set out to prove anything. You've just observed it.
4: I got sucked into it, and, okay. and sometimes I kind of regret <laughs> doing so, but other times I realize um uh, there's something here. There's something okay, going. so. So what are the choices?
0: Andrew Duhon is here. Hey, you made it. Oh man, applause for being late. That's great. Thanks, man. Well, we're actually applauding you for being the the winner of the Big Easy Award for best country and folk artist mm. 2014. That's great. Well, we were yeah. talking about that before you got here. Congratulations. Mm,
1: thanks, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's glass and it's breakable and, and uh, it's exciting. But your navigation
0: skills are pretty shitty. Yep. now, yeah, shitty. <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it. Hey, it's
1: just like a U-turn sign. You know, it should say bridge or something. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything. It no. no. just go thing. down this road yeah. and you'll end up on the West
0: oh. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. I did it when I picked up people at the airport. I'm taking them, I'm talking, and the next thing I know, I'm like, well, how, how do I get to the West Bank exactly? It
1: should say, if you want to waste 30 minutes, come this way. <laughs>
0: Did anything good come of it? Did you hear anything good on the radio? No, I, I just. just bullshit. It was worse when they were asked. Did
6: you say something good on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> it forever.
3: That's, that's
0: more okay, so, Andrew, <laughs> you know these guys from the Scorsese's, hmm? I know. Uh, How's it going? This is Sean Gautreau, who was just telling us. This oh, is are Andrew you Sean? Good to meet you. Sean's nice just telling us about, uh, about UFOs that he's uh, taken video and photos of in the cool. skies above us. Right. When we say UFOs, we don't know. We're just finding out what actually unidentified possibilities are, whether they're from another planet. Or our own government spying on us or whatever? Possible, yeah. Well, what are the, So what are the other
4: choices? Um, I, I've kind of narrowed it down to a few things that I think it may be. Um, I thought at the beginning I, I may have a chance on actually solving this or, or answering this, but I, I really can't. Um, I'm too new into this. I've only been doing this three years. There's people who have been doing this 20 years. Um, but there's so many different possible explanations for, for what's going on. People will... Um, good friend of mine out in California who does this uh, could swear they're fallen angels. Nephilim, uh, going back to the scriptures. Um, other people will say that they're sylps, which is like a, a Greek mythological type of creature up in the sky. Um, I'll say that some of them, almost 100% are military. Some. So there could be military or angels. Mm-hmm. Or devils. or Devils. Or aliens or Nephilim... Or fallen angels, or the list goes on.
0: Okay, now the clouds that we're talking about—they're not very high above us. These clouds, right? Right. How many feet up, up are they? I'm going to guess. You um, have to be better than guessing if you're uh, going to be the expert. And
4: so well, on. you know, there's nothing really to compare to in my backyard, so I kind of have to visualize a 10-story or 20-story building. And well, when you take
0: off on a plane, though,
4: mm-hmm. you go through the clouds that
0: we're looking at, right? Mm-hmm. You go through Three those clouds pretty. So, huh? You go through the clouds pretty quick. If you're flying from here to. New York or here to L.A. or somewhere, or even even Houston or Dallas, you go through those clouds, in the first five minutes you're on the plane Less probably. Right. Right. Probably three minutes. So they're not very high
4: up. I'll say some of these that come in cannot be more than 200, 300 feet. Right. Yeah. That's what I would say. They come in, especially at night, a lot lower. Why don't we just
1: shoot one down? Find out. Uh, not a good idea. You don't keep guns in your backyard? It's a good idea, Andrew. <laughs> no.
0: I'm on your side. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we? Why don't you? Why doesn't somebody, One of the, some of these 200,000 people are crazy? Why doesn't someone shoot no, something down?
4: Well, it's illegal, number one, <laughs> to shoot a gun in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that, that kind of uh, damper the do that all the time. Yeah. If, they um,
1: have, if they have the technology to be here on this planet, we don't want to shoot them down. That's like number one. We don't know they what we don't the know the what they. We don't again. know that they're aliens. Why would you start that? We
2: don't know that they're aliens. is the whole point, like.
1: Exactly. So why would you even risk it?
2: I'm gonna go back to Independence Day here with Will Smith. That's <laughs> <and Dylan. laughs> true. But yeah. that that was not 200 feet above us. That was coming out.
0: That was coming out of that was the movies. Start. Oh man, <laughs> we're getting into
2: a wormhole here. And yeah, I'm uh, going none
0: back. None of to
1: it's s- scientific, so let's get back to.
0: I go back to science. Yeah. Where were we shooting him down. No, no, I was before us. Yeah. Um, The alternatives. Well, here's what I was thinking today, because before the show started today, you sent us an email, because we've been talking about this for the last few days, and you sent us an email and said, go outside right now and look up in the sky. Mm -hmm. Graham Duponte, our producer, sent us an email and said, I'm too busy to go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Chris wrote, I'm looking up outside and there is a military helicopter flying around, and I'm looking outside my place with my neighbor. Comes out on the street with me. And says, "What are you doing?" I said, "See if you can see any UFOs up in the uh-huh. sky." So we're standing there looking up at the sky. Then someone else comes out on the street and says, "What are you guys doing?" Everyone's looking up at the sky and can't see anything that we could identify as the UFO. And I sa- and I realized that the three of us, Chris, and Graham, and me, and and you too, are all seeing Sean, are all seeing different things mm-hmm. because we're all looking up at different cloud masses. Mm-hmm. So if you're you're photographing all these things from your house, right? So what struck me at that point was whoever's coming after the Earth
4: is really coming after you. Well, earlier I stepped outside and I saw a few myself here. So they're following you? No, no, no. They're just all over. Um, They're above everybody's
0: house and you all?
4: This is global. Global, yeah. Initially, I thought this was uh, what I've heard to refer to as the weather machine, some kind of military project uh, that would thwart hurricanes. That's some rumor out there. I uh, waited until after well, that uh, would be hurricane good. season. That would be good. Um, and if you notice, the hurricanes recently haven't really made shore. They've been shredded before they came on shore over the last few years. We haven't had a threat in a while, you know. Um, okay. So is, I no was one,
0: is no one going to interrupt you at all here?
4: <laughs> no, no, you can. Go <laughs> ahead. I, just, I was actually I was, I was like waiting. I was can't, waiting on can't on buy I this. Right sure. uh, <laughs> but they continue to be around after hurricane season, and that was about the time where I was able to start to put together the series. Um, a friend of, was up in Canada, she sent me a photograph, and I'm, I'm looking at I'm thinking, these correlate to what I'm seeing here. Uh, California was the next place where I started getting videos and photographs from there. That looked familiar. There's people who do exactly what I do, one here in the city, uh, but in particular some in, in uh, Germany, the UK, Ireland, and um, Italy that are capturing the same things and do it at about as much as I do. So.
0: They're capturing shadows in the clouds.
4: Yeah. Okay. And they're above everybody's house. So
0: they're above everybody's house. Right. My My neighbor had a good question. She said, if there's things behind the clouds, when the clouds move, why can't we see them?
4: They're cloaked their cloak. What does that mean? It, it, well, they're, they're invisible to us. Whether it's um, an act of military cloaking, which we can go through over the last 20 years, it, it's slowly being exposed. P.
0: Michael Hayes from Hayes Eurasia says we should go through. I agree.
4: Yeah. Um, Let's or go through it. What is that? Or mean, Cloaking. Cloaking, it's, it's a way of hiding things. Um, if you go back to the reason for camouflage in the military, was to hide more easily in, in the brush. Right. Um, w- when they would paint an airplane, they would paint the top blue and the bottom silver. The silver would reflect the sky, so you wouldn't be able to see it as well. Um, so one of the main goals of the military has to... Um, <coughs> they've wanted cloaking in some form, to sneak up on the enemy, to, to have a camp where people can't see them, whether so it's camouflage Okay, so or so far this
0: out. is either an invisible plane that's been painted with some invisible paint so you can't see it. And or they're some all over sort of the world. All over the world, or some scientific thing that's going to stop hurricanes. Yeah. Okay, that's getting, it's just getting... That are also per- all over the world.
4: That yeah. was the big problem. That's why I started shifting from military that is, to something that else. The big because of, Because of the numbers of them. There's so many of them that are being photographed all over the place. Well, so Right now we, we know so that there's shadows in the clouds all over the world. Right.
2: I yeah. just like that those shadows follow you and not me. You know? No, there's not well, Maybe there's
1: just shadows in every cloud.
2: Well, there's
6: shadows, but there's triangular no, shadows. No. It's uh-huh. the triangle part,
4: which is pretty intriguing. Um, hmm. One of the first things I started noticing was like energy vortexes and, and just hard-edge shapes up there that I or anybody else shouldn't necessarily uh relate to a a a puffy cloud Mm -hmm. and it was the hard edge shapes that ended up being you know the sides of the ships and so on and so forth it took me a while to put it together it took about six months to really go through photographs and video to say this equals this and and this is this part and this is that part so i finally kind of narrowed it down the general shape is a triangle um even on two sides but the back side is really where you can see them in the videos because it kind of gives them away they're not straight across they're they're jagged edges like the back of the stealth plane, like the B-2 and the F-117. Are you making any money finding (laughs) triangles and clouds? Um, I asked for donations um, to get more equipment and and maybe have some more time to do it and a guy in Russia sent me $3.45. That's nice. Was it in American American dollars? It was PayPal, so it was... Uh, (laughs) You need to get
0: some sort of Bitcoin thing going here. Yeah, maybe. This sounds like the Bitcoin community would be Uh. into this. The funny thing about (laughs) what I like about this, Andrew, is that is that Sean's not nuts. He's actually an accomplished artist and a successful person in his own right. Who doesn't you know, he's not crazy.
1: Yeah. What's your what's your end game here? You just want to know the truth like X-Files style or uh, it (laughs) would be
4: nice. I'm never going to be able to answer this. Uh Uh, My goal right now is to show other people what's going on. Mm-hmm. I've met all kinds of people who have noticed maybe just something strange in the clouds to people who have been doing this eight years mm-hmm. as opposed to my three years. So I'm kind of a latecomer in this. Um, Any hot
0: chicks in this business?
4: <laughs> not yet. You some nah, nah, in space <laughs> all guys. It's a
0: guy thing, really, is it or not? No, no, no,
4: There's all kinds of people. There's all c- really? Yeah.
0: There's m- equal men and women, young and old, in all
4: countries. Yes. Because, uh, you know, people, when they're sitting outside, they will notice something, and they'll keep it in the back of their head. They... they don't necessarily know what it is but if they come across one of our videos online that's when they say that's what i saw and i'll get an email or one of the other guys will get an email saying thanks so much for putting these up because i my husband thinks i'm crazy because i saw a triangle in the sky and and now uh, it, your work is kind of validating what i was thinking
0: well a triangle in the sky would be a, a, a spacecraft wouldn't be an that wouldn't be an angel or a, why not or a devil well that wouldn't be a hard edge
2: shape would it
4: well, uh, you can look a at, a at them camera? as... as, as, yeah. Yeah. as can, tell us
2: about the angels, Grant. What
4: are their shapes? <laughs> <laughs> are they, <huh? laughs> yeah, I I Grant, tell
0: go. us. I thought an angel would be... See that painting up there? <laughs> I thought it would look like yeah, that. Like yeah, an yeah. organic yeah. sort of, you know, not a hard edge triangle, right. say. Right, right. I think maybe a cube.
2: A cube? <laughs> a board? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're just going to start naming
4: shapes now,
0: huh? But you're thinking that the shadows in the clouds are formed by the
4: sun hitting this object and then making a shadow. Right, not only that um, there's some things I've been uh, tucking away for a while because it didn't make sense in the beginning um, when I s- first started uh, dis- discovering or, or trying to figure out what it was, I looked at radar I was looking up in the sky and I was trying to find every angle I could to explain this one site that I went to was the old USGS NASA site and they offered high res um, photographs of you know satellite photographs I ended up downloading uh, probably 20 to 30 of them um, at that time. And my latest videos have been focusing on the NASA photographs. Not my work, but their stuff. It, you can find it online. I'll give you the file name, number, number and name and everything. Um, but what I'm focusing on are the triangular shadows on the ground now. Ah. Through NASA photographs. So you can... One thing about this... I I want you to listen to this, listen to what I have to say, but don't believe me. There's other ways of checking this stuff out. Um, And to really believe it, you've got to see it for yourself. So using NASA's imagery to prove this is probably the way I'm going to go in the next few months.
0: Okay, and this is on your website, whatisinourskies.com.
4: Yeah. The the better way to see it is my YouTube channel, which is Industrial Surrealism.
0: Take it. Oh good point. Industrialsurrealism.com dot com is your website. We'll put a link to it on our website, it's New dot com. So mm-hmm. what is in dot or industrialsurrealism.com?
4: com? Industrial, Industrial Surrealism it, excuse me, Industrial Surrealism is the name of the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay. That's where everything is. Oh okay. Yeah. So that's
0: where the, we can see it. And there's and what'll be very interesting if in the future if you can show have photos of shadows on the ground, that'll be a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But do clouds make shadows on the ground? Yes, they do as they go across the sky, don't they? Yeah. So that wouldn't be all that convincing either, come to the because of course there's going to be shadows on the ground. What if they're triangular? Sage, what if they're triangular?
6: I don't know. Maybe there's a giant triangle in the sky. Maybe someone's flying a kite.
5: Or
3: have you
0: <laughs> thought about <laughs> <reboot> that? <code? laughs> or maybe
2: <laughs> come to the obvious first, you know? <laughs> or maybe one of those
5: boomerangs are in the shape of a triangle. They have those too.
6: <laughs> boomerangs in the shape of a triangle? Yeah. It could be know. one of those. Or do they like actually come back? I feel like a triangle boomerang they're wouldn't kind of actually come back. He'd be like throwing it into... S- Somewhere else. It's like a Neighbors yard
0: open boomerang. Weird. Well, that could be it. That could be a good explanation. There's a whole bunch of boomerangs on their way back somewhere. You never know. Just sky. like Socrates said, I'm the smartest
5: man in the world because I know one thing, that I know nothing.
0: Did he actually say that or did Einstein no, say that? No, he actually that? said that. I like really?
3: that. That's good.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every time I think about a situation where I'm like a little doubtful or a, I don't know, I just say I don't know. What
0: about, I don't. What, about what you said on Facebook today? Don't ever be afraid to leave your comfort zone for the ones you love. It will hold you back from great things in life. Sometimes self-sacrifice is required for what's right in the end. It is. What does that mean?
5: Well, uh, it's kind of a personal thing. Like, not a lot of people got it when I posted that, but... uh, What was I You posted this morning. I love my mom to death. She's the greatest person in my life, and she's in her 70s, you know, mid-70s, late-70s, and it's hard to get her outside of the house to come see me at shows or do things. She says, oh, that's for the young people. That's not for me. I'm too old. I'm staying home. That's her comfort zone. She don't ever leave. And, uh, you know, I wanted to take her to Tom Jones because she loves Tom Jones. When I grew when I, when I was growing up, she was listening to Tom Jones. So when I go to offer tickets and bringing her, she just didn't want to go. She didn't want to leave the house. So it kind maybe of she's me got me a
0: a, Maybe she's got a mental problem. You know? No, she's I got don't like think it's agoraphobic. that. We all
5: have that in our <laughs> family, but, you know,
0: it's not <laughs> Maybe she's agoraphobic. What kind of person doesn't want to leave the house?
5: No, it's not like a leaving the house thing. It's just like a comfort zone thing. You know, if it's all not people. right down the all street or if, if it's not right down, it's not convenient it's or trouble. familiar, then it's not even a question. You
2: know, I'm 31, all, and I don't like leaving the house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, you I'm glad you came out. <laughs> I just like my mom a lot, and I like I like her to hang out with okay. me, and sometimes I gotta drag her out there. When was out.
0: the Tom Jones show, Was it still to come?
5: It's coming uh, over Jazz Fest at House of Blues. Okay. I wanted to go see a little,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and did hey, you convince mom. mom to go with
5: you? No, still didn't. Oh. She's hard-headed like me. Bummer.
0: <laughs> so is she on Facebook? Yeah, she's on Facebook. Did she read this?
5: yeah, She will. <laughs> she will. <laughs>
0: So this is aimed at A Facebook message She'll probably be listening your, To this right now Was that <laughs> Hi mom Was this a Facebook message Aimed at your mom Or inspired oh, by no, your mom Oh no just
5: inspired By my mom Not aimed
0: So so what does it say? It will hold you back from great things in life if you don't leave your comfort zone. Right. Right. Like, you won't attain anything sometimes, worthwhile sometimes as you Sometimes being take outside of risk. your
5: comfort zone requires you to just man up and do it. It might not be your favorite place. It might not be the kind of club you like going to. It might not be the ideal place you'd want to it's be. It's Tom Jones. You, but you can't know miss what? It's it. It's Tom Jones. <laughs> you can't miss it. No. You, you know, you got you to you sacrifice a little bit sometimes. Uh, even though you don't want to do things, you do them for the greater good.
2: You got to
0: push yourself. Yes. Is it the greater good or greater just good. for your own enjoyment? What we would be the, what be the greater good about going to see Tom Jones except for his Well, for me, it would income. be a
5: nostalgic, uh, I get to treat my mom for a change to a nice concert, which she don't go to concerts. Right. So to bring her in VIP at House of Blues and make her watch Tom Jones and to feed her some martinis would be like a life experience for me, but, you know...
0: You think you're gonna convince her? I think you no. might. No way. You've given up.
5: <laughs> I've given up. I've given up.
0: Tell Let's her what's it. above her house I'm in the sky <laughs> if she stays <laughs> home.
5: I'm just gonna have to start doing rag at her outside Yeah. <laughs> hey drag Mom, her out.
0: You could do like a fire drill or something like that. Hey listen, again. talking about uh, talking about the House of Blues, you guys are playing at the House of Blues. We are. And um, we've been having this uh, competition on our website and someone is, you have to pick someone who's won tickets to go see the show at the House of Blues. And oh, then awesome. we're going to tell them who they are. You're going to have to call them before let's because people will be listening to this after you've been playing. So let's give everyone a chance to hear what you sound like right now. Awesome. Before we do this, and then we'll come back and we'll give these tickets away. And then what are we going to talk about after that? For God's sakes. Who knows? We'll tell you, uh, Angels? We'll tell you about our future we'll dates. Triangle. Okay. Let's talk about Andrew. We'll talk about Andrew Duhon uh, after and that. Okay. Andrew Duhon and is winning is the award. Punished.
5: And uh, <laughs> positive manifestation. That's what we're getting into next. We're talking about
0: positive manifestation, next. Andrew Duhon but and. But only
6: metaphysically. Yeah.
0: Metaphysical Andrew Duhon, Manifestations. Okay. Okay, let's have a listen to the Scorsese's live.
6: All right. It's our
2: rendition of Minnie the Moocher.
5: Yeah, this song was written in, like, the 30s by uh, Cab Calloway, just in case you...
0: What made it. you think about covering this one?
5: It's kinda, it just feels and sounds real New Orleans, and it has a really cool, like, smooth, little jazzy tip to it, and I've all, we, we're all fans of the Blues Brothers, so, uh, you know, that's how we got introduced to
3: it.
0: Okay. Here they are live. Scorsese's. Thank yeah.
3: was it time dice-
5: that's
0: uh, that's on magnum opus uh yes sir it is that it does is. that's not a typical uh scorsese song though
5: exactly and uh, it was weird when we got the review from uh, a couple of the local magazines and stuff you know uh, uh when we got the review from a couple of local magazines uh you know that's one of the things they said they loved the record but the one thing that they found a little bit out of place was that we had many of the moocher in there you know and it's like we did that on purpose like that because you know
0: what was the purposeful I don't know. We like,
5: we like to be diverse. We like to shake it up. We like to uh, do the unexpected. So we're like you're just not expecting something. I think something if you don't go out of your
0: comfort zone, you don't ever achieve anything. Right? That's exactly. what I always say. Oh no, hang on. You Wood always. What bomb said that? Plato. <laughs> do, do
1: you believe that this is your magnum opus? Uh, it's all downhill for me. It's a joke. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's actually. Like, uh, I'll never
5: do anything uh, better. I'm glad he asked us that because it's kind of, it's almost a, a double sided joke. It's almost, it could be our magnum opus because the way bands break up or things happen, you never know what's going to happen. So a week from now, we could die in a plane wreck or whatever, a bus I wreck. I hope whatever. so because there will be
0: a okay. final interview. So it,
5: it, would, be our, it would be our magnum be opus awesome Or it could just that. be the start you know it could be either It's
6: going to know somebody wants us dead you know yeah. it's mm-hmm. like crazy fans well it wasn't my size. idea but actually. you know
0: what you never know what's in the skies above you know, you know if you're getting <laughs> hated
2: on you're doing something right yeah it's, it's kind of a man. play on ourselves you know we just it's fun and you guys <laughs> will come
0: back as triangular angels and it'll be yeah. great
5: exactly Love it. that's the name. That's actually the, the name of the new album perfect triangular angels
0: we've come back as triangular angels okay before we go any further we've got so what we did we put these uh, free tickets up on Facebook and we said anyone who liked this post or came up with a, a bribe or some sort of a, a, a lie or a false promise could have the tickets. They may. Only one person wrote a comment. Joshua Davis said, I uh, have no bribe or lies, but I'll try a convincing comment. I go to every show that I can get to, and you know it. You know this guy? Yes, Joshua Davis. He says but I'm broke as a joke right now. He
5: is a very good he is, he is a he is a good friend of ours and a very big supporter of our band what and I would that? love to give him a well, free ticket. Well you could just
0: give him the tickets anyway, but then you could yeah. give them to one of these other people as well. Darlene Price Luner, Tara Curtis, Monique Pyle, Mike Hardy, Philip Allen Ferguson. Ooh. Tara, Allegra, Myra, Corello, Kelly, Rouser, Jeffrey, Olsen, the list goes on. I and wish you could just give them all tickets. Well, we can't give them all tickets, you know. but maybe you could put your friend on the list anyway. Yeah, we'll put
5: him on the list. So uh, I'll him, take, I will take care take of Take care, care of
0: him, and then pick one of these other names off this here.
5: How many? One? I only got. Two. I don't
0: know however many you want, but there's...
5: I guess it's a group of guys. Sean, let's, let's pick out some names. Yeah. All right? Everybody sounds really cool. They do sound
1: really what cool. is
0: the, the, Where's the other list? Show me the other There's ones. two
5: there's lists the there. Oh, it's not...
0: Another different list. Myra
1: Corello? yeah, uh, she's standing up. Myra? Tara
5: Allegra, she'll help you with your allergies.
0: Picked oh. a couple of chicks. Surprises. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know how right. the game works. All right,
6: uh, I, this is, I mean, it's, it's
2: good. There's no
0: FCC. You can just do it anyway. Like, make a pick. You're
2: pick Sage, you're the new girl. All right. Make a pick.
6: All right, I can do this. Um, I can also tell you about
2: you. our uh, upcoming shows as well after that too. So you don't want to hear about that, but no, we don't <laughs> want. to. Not really, but. Well, I, I mean, I gotta plug something, right? Cool. Okay. <laughs> people <laughs> listen to this so
0: like far Darlene in advance, so back Luna. and forth. You know, people yeah. can listen to this a year later than we're recording. Well, so. th- I could
2: go all the way up to
6: September. Okay. <laughs> I think we've ha- we got a name. We okay, got a Vance, name. Hurry up! Who
0: all right, is just it? Uh, Darlene Price Luna.
6: Isn't that just the coolest name ever?
0: Yeah, it is, Darlene. I mean, yeah. a, Darlene Price Luna. All right, I write it down. She gets a so ticket. So she gets a ticket plus one
5: plus one exactly
0: yeah okay alright so we have to let her know that she's won so she gets a free ticket to the House of Blues so how's the how, we'll talk about the tour in a minute and how it's all going but first of all we have to talk to Andrew because that's what we said we're going to do well Let's we're going to have a metaphysical conversation with you Andrew about what
6: oh yeah we decided this before the break Sage you happen? said that oh
0: we're positive
5: talk- manifestation I was yeah, just joking no, about that
0: but hey well positive manifestation is that Andrew won a giant uh, Big Easy award he did so he made was, it yeah mm. so we're proud of that he it happened. was a giant how big is it Mm. 3D.
6: <laughs> What's that? About right?
0: the size of a. That's hard to say like how a big that is.
6: Mason jar kind
0: of, mason jar size. Yeah. Mason yeah. jar. Yeah, a big
1: mason jar. Yeah. That's
0: and that's not the, but pizza. that's not the first thing you've won actually. hmm
1: Yeah, I won a. There was a three-legged race in field day when I was seven years old. hmm And uh, that's awesome. Who my, was it? Who My buddy, you? my buddy Nate and I had practiced through the night and uh, showed up and we took it home. Hell yeah. yeah. Wow. And what was I still the? have that ribbon.
0: Congratulations. That was Thank a you. ribbon. Mm-hmm. Nice. Three-legged race. So there were two ribbons, mm-hmm. one for each of the contestants in the three-legged race. Correct. And there was 100 meters? I don't remember. Um, I didn't know what a
1: meter was when we were in that race. I I'm still not wrong. quite sure. about. Oh, that. it's a yard. I heard John Holmes was in that race. Mm.
2: Three-legged race. Oh! <laughs> oh wow. Thank you,
0: Dave. I was trying to figure <laughs> that out. So Andrew, what is it, does it mean anything to win these things? Mm-hmm. Actually, about the, the three-legged one. It's obviously. nice PR, you know. <laughs> right.
1: It's uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's uh, it's nice to know that you're liked and loved sometimes.
0: And how do you win it? Did someone judge it, or is it written in? I, it a I vote? Don't, I don't know,
1: but uh, it was fun because a whole bunch of friends were there, and, and some friends won too, and That's cool. so we all went and got drunk after. And
0: Have you sobered cool. up? Could we get you to play something?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. But I'll have to go grab the get fiddle. So okay. Talk well, while you're selves. doing
0: that, I'm going to qu- talk to Sage for a second. Well, hey. you guys can talk to Sage as well. But Sage, how did you get to be in this band? What happened?
6: Well, um, uh, one of the members called me up, and they—I uh, guess they'd heard me play my other band, Social Set, and they thought I sounded pretty good. So they were like, "Hey, come try out." And I was like, "Hey, okay." Hey. That was about it. Hey, that was <laughs>
0: yeah. pretty good. So who? Did, so someone left the band. What did? Yeah, you
2: we had uh, actually two of our horn players left. Um, Danny and Sam. Sam got married, and he was like, man, we're starting to do more road stuff, and neither one of them could really handle going on the road, and as Andrew probably knows or anybody, uh, you know, when somebody can't tour, they just it makes it really tough to, you know, keep them on. So, we had to get the solid lineup for the road, which is coming up in September, so we had to, um, you know, we got it together, you know, still very good friends of ours, and, you know, they'll still come and play with us, but... For now, that's what
0: we got. <laughs> okay, so Sage, you can tour no problem because you have no, oh, yeah. s- you have no uh, personal life yeah. no, no, of your No, no, I'm
6: completely cut off from from everything. Are you right. single? I am single. So you can just
0: take off. No kids, no nothing. Nothing. Job?
6: Uh, yeah, but you know what? I could just, you know, I could just leave that. It's what, cool. What do you do? You know? I'm sure they will be pleased
0: to hear that. You're a bartender. about?
6: I'm over on Frenchman Street, um, at uh, Miss Jeans, famous blues and burgers. Famous or, blues and burgers. Yeah. It, it used to be called Mojitos. It's on the, the uh, corner of Freshman and uh-huh. Esplanade. Yeah, it Why got like brand new. Way. How is
0: it famous already?
6: It got, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it got turned over about seven months ago. Miss Jean bought out the the, the place, I guess. So, so, so what
0: happened to the Mojitos people?
6: Uh, I don't know. I guess the their place just has used been there wasn't enough just fame in like Mojitos. not alive anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Mojitos fame sort of came and went. Yeah, it did. So what sort of music do they have there now? Because they were blues only. Blues
6: a Well, no. Um, on Sundays they have Reggae night. Which is kind of cool. Claude Bryant and the All Stars plays there. He's pretty cool. Um, they have uh, the Oleo Trio, which um, is actually a quartet. I don't know why they're called the Olio Trio. They well have four. I, d- I guess they don't play all of them. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah, so I mean, there, there's a lot of really cool bands that play there. Unfortunately, because of the o- the noise ordinance on Frenchman Street, we've had to stop having music all the way outside. We have this really beautiful stage uh, stage setup rather.
7: <coughs> <laughs> when did they How?
5: When did they start How's enforcing Vince? that? No, not you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the whole situation.
6: Yeah, 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 it is. Um, I don't, I don't know when they started enforcing that. It was in the, within the past couple months, I guess. How come the
1: band on the corner still plays?
6: They get shut down. Do they? They do. Hmm. Like every what? night they play. That's good. It's awful. The,
1: the outside on the street, <laughs> the
0: van
5: on the street, and then apparently when people walk through the neighborhoods at two o'clock in the morning, they complain about that too. So it's like
6: it's not know. ridiculous. I'm like, you know, if you if you want to get a hotel on Frenchman Street, don't complain about the noise. You're on Frenchman not Street. Not
5: to mention if you live on in in the Frenchman right, area, yeah. the thing that built your property value up and made it's it such right. a cool spot is the fact that with the thing you're trying to get yeah. rid of now that you you
6: but, would have thought that you do yeah. that on purpose, you know?
0: Well, I will tell you one thing that that, that Frenchman Street used to be empty. There was nothing on Frenchman no. Street, nothing. There was mm. just Snug Harbor, and that was it. And there was that Café Marigny thing on the corner, whatever that was called, mm. and that was there was nothing there at all. So if you lived around Frenchman Street in the Ma- Marigny area there, it was quiet. You were out of the quarter. The quarter was way over there on Bourbon Street and right. all that. But now it's all come down. So I can see that those people who lived there have suddenly said, what the hell is going on here? This is like Bourbon Street outside our front door now. So there is. I think there is some... Merit to what they're saying.
5: No, there, there's a little. There's definitely merit in all situations, but you know, just to just to try and take it out completely, like, mean, because basically, let's let's be real on this thing. If you if you make music shut down like that, if you make music shut down like that, and you make people not plug in amps and you make all this stuff happen, I mean, I, I, it, taking it totally away is just.
0: But that's w- not what they're saying. What they're saying is that they don't it, want it bleeding out. Across the street and blasting their neighborhood, I suppose. I mean, you can't you control want
5: to people. If pe- pe- the, the audiences that come to shows, if they leave and they get rowdy, well, that's their mom and dad's job for not raising right <laughs> writer, telling them to be quiet enough. No, I mean, you can't I, I expect can't
0: people. To, you can't expect people to be quiet if they're going. I mean, but they're talking about inside in a in a in a venue, like in you know the maison. I mean, yeah, it's maison. but but you don't. I mean, you're not hearing much on the street anyway. No, I, you don't I,
5: I hear don't that. Think. It's not that bad. I mean, I, 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 I don't, don't think it's there, bad at but, all. You know.
0: And when you go there, most of the noise is from the people wandering around. It's not from the...
5: From what I heard when we went to that meeting uh, at at City Hall about the musician uh, thing with Frenchmen and all that, it was just, uh, you know, they were basically saying that um, a lot of complaints were caused because a lot of people that were leaving the clubs were getting into scuffles in the street and crazy stuff going on and bottles being broke and cars getting broken into and stuff like that. So that was kind of agitating it too, Mm. you know, so I don't... I don't live there, so I don't know the full well, story. I think
0: that's what the police are for. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That's yeah. what we have a police
1: Speaking force. of that,
0: yeah. Anyway, so much for that. Andrew, what are Sir. you... Sir. Come on. What are you thinking of playing?
1: Uh, I'm going to play you a song that's uh, not done yet. Okay, and, cool. Uh, that's all. Awesome. This, uh, this is a song about uh, the dating game, I think. Uh,
7: I said, I'll pick you up. You said, I'll meet you there. You took some pictures there. I asked you not to share. What are we doing here? I think we know damn well. Oh, but don't we fool ourselves? Never call my name, guess it's just the same Neither of us even have it that bad We just like to have and behave Burning like a flame That cannot sustain through the night But it's alright We both knew there'd come a time We're going out Go get ready Oh, we're going out Like a dying cigarette This is the final stretch Don't quit on me now Cause it's a fire we set And we got to burn it down This spark between you and I Ain't meant for no one else If we just leave it here Someone could hurt themselves Never call my name, guess it's just the same Neither of us even have it that bad We just like to have and behave Never call my name, guess it's just the same Oh, and I think it's gonna for oh, oh. We both knew the score We're going on. Go get ready. Oh, we're going out. Let me twirl you around one more time, baby. Let me twirl you around one more time. Oh, we're going out. Take it. We're just going out oh,
0: completely. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. It's awesome. It's a little upbeat dating song. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going out like a dying cigarette. That's right. It's awesome. That's I've never heard any uh, like a cynical dating song, I yeah. don't think.
1: You like t- you li- I like t- yeah, you gotta like those angles that are alternative.
0: Or hard triangles. Or hard triangles. Mm-hmm. Sean, what did you think of that? That's fantastic. Thanks it is, bro. isn't it? Yeah. So what do you, when you say... That? When can we see and jazz? Oh, oh uh, be at Jazz Fest the
1: second Friday at 1220 at the Fado Dull Stage Shack. Yeah.
0: All right, second Friday at Jazz Fest. This is a 2014, if you listen to this from 2015 or beyond, by the way. Or in the
1: great unknown
4: galaxies.
0: Or well, who knows? Yes, that's a good point, Sean. Are people listening to these uh, broadcasts on other, pla- on other planets?
4: I would imagine so.
0: Is everything going out? That's why I heard some sort of theory that everything goes out into space. Or sound is projected out into space somehow.
6: All radio broadcasts. Radio right. broadcasts, not
0: us, though. So right. you'd have to be mm. only on an FM signal or something. We right. need right. extraterrestrial radio. So how do you Sean how do you um how do you combine those two parts of your life Well, the one is that you know you, you have this interest in what's above us in the skies and the other that you illustrate children's books
4: Um uh, at the end of 2011 I was finishing off three books at the same time so it was crazy I didn't have time to photograph or video uh, tape anything but after that I was able to coast and use the money that I got from that to pay rent and to six months of work to, to put together the, the first part of the series. So it's, it's, it's a tough balance. Um, I try not to video or photograph anymore because I've got an 8 terabyte uh, computer that's almost full. I've got thousands of photographs that I still haven't seen, not to mention probably a good 100 hours of video. So um, I'm kind of backing off of it. I need to get some, some books rolling, some things to do. Um, so you, to, you need to way. give it up
0: for a while and find some real work, is what you're saying?
4: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Mm. Somebody needs to pick up the ball on this, too, because as I said, I, I really can't answer it. And there are people out there who know what's going on. They're just not talking. So hopefully it's I just, I just, somebody of, I just somebody have
0: another brilliant question that I just thought of. If you're flying in a plane through the clouds, like we were saying before, why can't you just look out the window and see these things?
4: There's been video of people um, photographing and videoing these popping through the clouds yeah
0: there is video of people Mm -hmm. from a plane seeing them yeah well what are they what do they look like
4: uh the ones i've seen are dark gray triangles uh some of them have blue lights on the very tip of them
0: so that wouldn't be an angel probably correct that would be an aircraft yeah so it's military Mm -hmm. do you guys follow any of the stuff about chemtrails or anything is that part of your thing this is
6: absolutely
4: connected it It is is. crop circles chemtrails all
0: these sage what is what the heck is chemtrails then
6: uh, well, I mean, chemtrails are um, literally trails of chemicals that are put into the sky by the different kinds of aircrafts that are used by, you know, military or um, pesticide control and stuff like that. It's really ridiculous how much chemicals are just being, like, distributed through the air on a constant basis.
0: Which military is doing this?
6: Whoa. That's a good question. Probably all military. All branches, probably. Yeah.
0: No, but our own military, the United States military, Absolutely. is putting chemicals in the sky above mm-hmm. us
6: you see like clouds that kind of look wispy and look like they're going somewhere it's probably
2: chemtrails
0: yeah okay vince is agreeing with you dave are you are you down with the chemtrails
2: yeah oh yeah i've been down
0: with them for a while Uh, so our own our own military is putting chemicals in the sky andrew i don't know man you don't (laughs) know okay (laughs) sean what is the deal with chemtrails
4: it's something i've noticed for a while um and I'm pretty darn sure that at least some of the chemtrail programs are associated with these, these triangles.
0: So the triangles are involved with the chemtrails. Yeah. So, okay. Some so we're, now we're they don't in have a muffler. Right.
1: <laughs> what? They need a nice. muffler to like keep them from Very smoking nice. out, you know, yep. the bag. Ah, what are saying? So right. that's,
2: that's noise more. That's
0: true, <laughs> you know. But I'm you know just making the
2: making the reference catalytic
0: converter. What? Um. Why would our own government be putting chemicals in the sky above us?
4: Mm. well there's uh it's big big right that branches out into about 10 different (laughs) things Uh, some people think that they're trying to kill us slowly
0: why Uh, would our government be trying to kill us
4: well you ever heard of agenda 21 no no it's have you ever heard of that andrew no and if they're
1: putting it all over the aren't they killing themselves and their kids too and all that
4: stuff that's a very good point but it makes a lot of money what
6: i mean to be fair you know pollution drives costs up makes people think about things more try to you know find solutions to it i don't know i'm just speculating mm. i feel like i feel like it just makes you know it's it's kind of a money thing maybe mm.
1: who's not
0: buying
6: no not not so much no. <laughs>
1: who's
3: who's maybe making
0: not. money out of it sage exactly
6: yeah that's a good question i don't know <laughs> ah, okay this
0: has been a very dark hour <laughs> yeah,
6: <laughs> well very we, very still dark hour. we still we yeah. still have
0: two minutes yeah yeah we, we can brighten it brighten s- it right s- up sweet. yeah sweet well, I think Andrew's song about dating—that was huge. Bright. That was, awesome. Yeah. That was, that was, that was awesome. awesome. That was a that was song so about going out like yeah. a dying cigarette. Hey, Andrew, how'd you come up with that lyric?
1: I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. No, I actually <laughs> do. I actually do. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, I was in—I was in Spain uh, with a couple of ladies that I was touring with. They were part of a duo, and uh, we were up on a roof with a candle, and I'm trying to write a song, and then I started writing a, this tune that was kind of inspired by some grand parsons stuff which is just like real country and it's like wait around till the candle burns out and so like like tried to write this country song and that exists somewhere but then i was like wait you know wait around till the candle burns out till it goes out going out okay you know i can work with that so then i messed around with that i'm still messing but um mm-hmm. that's the idea
0: what uh what's unfinished about it what can we oh it's
1: just not good yet you know what uh, needs to be? I, what
0: thought, needs it to I thought it was it great. Was awesome. yeah. too. Mm. What oh, needs to happen to it?
1: If I knew, I would have a lot more finished songs.
0: <laughs> but what's the missing? I mean, is it the melodies wrong, or oh, the uh, arrangement yeah. needs fixing? Uh, or yeah, the idea is not. Mm, it's not fully formed. Yeah, not complete, and yeah, I don't know. The idea about liking and going out with someone, which is supposed to be positive and upbeat, and dating and leading to something, hopefully. Right, but, but don't. Haven't you been in that situation where going out is
1: actually does feel like it means to an end? Not there, like you kind of lose hope, but you keep doing it because it's yeah. fun and recreative. Is that a word, recreative?
7: Mm, Probably I don't not.
0: Don't think not so. Well, sure. yeah. oh, I'm going for it. Recreative. Well, you get it. See if you can get that in the lyric. Yep. Got it. No problem. Okay. Done. Done. Yeah. Dun, dun, you mean you just keep on doing something because you're already doing it, not because? Yeah, because you're you're
1: like sexually attracted to each other, but you know that there's nothing else there, so you just kind of. But there's a mutual understanding of it, so you just keep going out until you go out completely.
0: And how can you end it? Uh, it's pretty hard to stop having sex with someone who it's good with.
1: No. It's easy, because you, you okay, think about how? everything, because you, know, you can't have sex for 24 hours. You, you have sex for <laughs> your five minutes, and then you spend yeah, but the then rest you want of the day miserable. Or two.
2: Or two. <laughs> or two. <laughs> who, who, you sting, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, but don't you want to do it again? I mean, it doesn't. if it's good, then you want to do it again. Of course yeah 24 uh, oh, okay say so 24 hours later you want to do it again and it's still with the wrong person right yeah i mean so how do you break that
1: uh you know i just think you th- have to admit that we're more than primal beings and we need more than just that uh so you uh you know you figure it out grant okay okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> i guess there's a way to figure it out i'll wait for i'll wait till the song's finished yeah you should maybe Me there'll too. be an answer <laughs> it. it'll be like a final verse uh, could be. Maybe, are you gonna, a, maybe are you a bridge. Gonna, is or it going to have a happy ending? Is it going to yeah. have a happy ending? No way. Of course <laughs> not. Yeah. Some the ending? The happy ending is the end. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so listen, the Scorseses are not playing Jazz Fest at all this year. Well, how do you, how do you uh, square that?
2: Uh, we were supposed what? to be on tour in this time, and then the tour that we were going to do kind of fell through, and then we ended up picking up a couple shows with... Um, uh, with uh, the H-HR? HR from Bad Brains, and then we're doing a couple of those, and we do Golfport Music Fest in a couple of weeks.
0: Now, that's <sighs> going to be very interesting, that Golfport Music Fest. That's yeah. a big deal
2: down there. It, it actually is this year, man. It's they have a lot of big bands, and we're doing the, uh, main st- we're the first act on the main stage at, uh, on Friday, May 9th. And then uh,
6: later yeah. that night, there's some pretty big acts playing. Yeah, I'm and really happy about fun. it. It's like on. the
5: biggest lineup show we've our festival show. We we brought Voodoo and stuff, and that was great. The you know the Carnival stage was great, but this is the main stage. And in Golfport, when you're at Golfport Music Festival, there's a pavilion stage with there's some people to hang out at, and then everybody else is lined up right in front of the main stage and the big TV. And well, of course, it's going it be year, so. that's going to be a big event. Yeah. Yeah. So if
0: you're listening to the show and you're around the country somewhere else in the United States of America, and it's later in the year. Where are we going to see the Scorsese? We're
2: doing uh, we do Houston Beer Festival in June, and then we split up for about a month to do other touring projects, and he does Jingle Riders and stuff like that. And then in September we'll come back together to do uh, a three-week tour up to a festival in New York, and so it'd be the East Coast, and that's that itinerary is being put together for us now, and maybe we'll come back on before that and release release those tour dates for you. Okay,
0: well we can definitely put those on our on our website as well. And um, okay, Andrew, you're at Jazz Fest, and then we'll catch up with you next yeah, week. Whatever. Yeah, oh, <laughs> whatever. I'll talk to you then. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to you. And Sean Gotro, thank you so much for joining us. Your website is what is in whatisinourskies.com and industrialsurrealism.com to which there are links on, on our website. It's New Orleans as well. And we'll Great. Thank you. look forward to finding out what's in our skies. Yeah, me Heck too. Yeah. Imagine if you were the guy who figured it out. No, not a chance.
4: Hmm. Not a chance. Well, Other uh, people know, but they just aren't talking. So...
0: The truth is out there. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> somebody knows, but they're not talking. Correct. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Heidi Haynes is not here today. She was going to be on our Heidi show, but she Heidi didn't show Heidi up. Haynes. <laughs> Sean Gautreaux was on our show. Show it was Vince Eby, David Demarest, Sage Rouge from the Scorseses, as well as P. Michael Hayes. And Andrew DeVise on keyboards. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for having us, Graham. That is happy hour for the day. The producer of our show, you're welcome, is Graham DePonte, our associate producer and technical director, is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director, and Joshua Brown is our music coordinator. The theme song that you're listening to was written and is being played by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of the show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. For information about their wide range of sound recording equipment and software, you can find them at presonus.com. If you'd like to be on our show, and you can stay upright for about an hour and drink a couple of cocktails at Hugo here at Castle Borrega Mix. Our address is on our website. Drop us a line. You can check out our other happy hours also on our website. There's many more to listen to, as well as our other shows. Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace Mindset. With Psychiatrist, Dr. Nick Pajik, true to the game. With Chris True and Tammy Nelson, Vietnam. or our show about the Vietnamese community with Kim Vu. and Midnight Menu, plus one with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans... Ray on Facebook Twitter and a bunch of other time sucking social media where It's New Orleans keep up with us on all of it if you'd like you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and also on our Facebook page these photos are taken by that guy over there with the camera Douglas Engel who today today is wearing no beads at all strangely enough if you're listening to this show on iTunes Stitcher Swell our favorite podcast app or some other podcast app that you like better thank you for subscribing to us please if you could Take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Casa Borrega, which is a bar, a restaurant, and a live music venue here on Aretha Castle, Haley Boulevard. And you can follow them on Twitter and Facebook as well, or just come down and check it out for yourself. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for It'sNewOrleans.com for Andrew Duhon, the winner of the 2014 Big all Easy right, Award all right, for all Best right. Folk and country artist. And everyone sitting around the table here back at the office at INO. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time on Happy Hour. I'm Grant Morris. Bye.